like at some point as I'm rowing for two minutes, he, he starts to tell me to go faster. Like he said, just wait, just row as steady as you can until that point comes and I'm going to tell you to run faster. And I heard the Lord saying very clearly to us all in this room, he's given me permission to run faster. He's given you permission to press forward. There's something within you that is said, like, I can't go any faster. I just have to walk out this race. But the Lord's saying, no, no, you've got it in you. And he's given you permission. So I'm telling you, open it wide and just run with all that you have. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what it sounds like. But the Lord is saying, Tell him that you love him tonight. Yes, Jesus. Yeah, tell him. Just declare it from your soul. Just declare it from that your innermost being. Declare it from your heart. Just let it sing. Or let it sing. Or we want to be one with you, God. We want to be one with you, God. Just come. Yeah. Yes, God. Yes. Just declare it, declare it. Lord, we thank you that we get to love you because you first loved us, God. Yes, Jesus. Declare your affection, God. Yeah. We just thank you tonight, Lord. Our soul gets to sing, Lord God, again. Lord, just to, Lord, just as Tammy declared, God, we get to to go past where we think we can we can go. We get to move past that place, God. And I just pray, God, God, even as we, Lord, move on as in this service, God, there's a place that you're you're bringing us to this place where we can run further. We can go further than what we think where we can go. God, where she was just rowing and rowing along, and all of a sudden, she, he's like, go, now go. I just pray in Jesus' name, God, that you would just continue to take us to that place. God, just that reserve in the spirit, Lord, where we can walk and run with you, God. We can walk and run with you, Jesus. God, we bless you. We honor you. <clears throat> Lord, we just come before you just declaring your goodness tonight. Lord, your goodness that brings us just to a place of repentance and declaring that you are God. And Lord, we need you, Lord. And we love you, God. And Lord, so our soul sings, God, we love you. We love you, Jesus. Can you just declare that tonight? Come on, one more time. Just, I love you, God. Lord, we love you, Jesus. You're amazing, God. 
You are amazing, God. There is none like you, Lord. There is none like you, God. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Father. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Holy Spirit, God. We just love you, God. We love you, God. You are amazing, God. We love you, Jesus. We love you, God. Jesus. Jesus. None like you. None like you, God. None like you, Jesus. Yes, God. None like you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, God. <laughs> yeah. So, Lord, we bless you tonight. We honor you. We just want to honor you tonight. Just want to give you just space. We just want to give you place, God, in this in this dwelling place. God, just speak your word. God, just whether it's through Lord a teaching or whether it's through revelation, God, whether it's through a tongue and interpretation, whether it's prophetic words, Lord, or words of knowledge, God, whatever it is, God, we for the rest of this time, God, we just release, God. Just release. The voice of your goodness, your kingdom in one each each of us. And Lord, we bless you and honor you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We love you. Bless you. We just pray as we are just here, God, open up our ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to our body, to the church, to the bride, to the beautiful bride that we are, God. I just thank you for that. Just thank you for the word that's coming forth, Lord, tonight. Lord, we're just eager to hear. We're eager to hear, God. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God. Well, you can, if you can make your way back to your seats, we're going to just transition for a brief moment and come back. Might come back to some worship, so just hold on for a minute. Like we've been doing um, every night, uh, just felt like the Lord um, had a word for the Lord, a word from the Lord, uh, from Emil and Rana uh, as they come and share. I don't know who be interpreting, um, but we just believe that the Lord's got some things to speak, especially you know in that place where they're at, where they're having to stand in the midst of a physical war, whether you're staying in the midst of a physical war or a spiritual war. Like we are always are, are in, uh, we just believe that the word of the Lord's coming forth. And I just appreciate the last couple of nights, the words that Emil has given, and I, and so we're just gonna release this time to him, he and Ron. Yes, Hallelujah. They hear me, not you, because they speak English. You should clap for him as you did for me, or he would be upset. 
Do I need to be here? <laughs> Are you feeling what I am sensing or feeling? <laughs> there is love has been flowing. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's floating, moving in the place. You might say that, okay, I don't feel it. It's fine. But it's here. <laughs> so I want you to um, active your faith. So please raise your hand and close your eyes and receive this love. Healing, healing, breaking strongholds, deliverance, revelations of victories, glory come upon each one of us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today we've been spending good time talking with kids in Syria. Two days ago, my second daughter, Sarah, a few days ago, she was in a conference in, or a camp in Beirut for youth. And she came back so happy and fired and she said I didn't want to come back I was so happy there and I I came with somehow I hate the country I don't want to come back to Syria and I hate even people now and I can't uh, can't even communicate with the church. Like she was, um, she was having, she was blocked out from each, everything. So uh, I needed to solve that problem for her. The key was doing a party, if you remember this. <laughs>
Yeah, somebody, people are new, maybe. Like you need to explain. This is a special expression of Emil. Like how, should, how should it be said, by the way? Do a party is good? Okay. <laughs> Our special English. But explain what you mean by doing a party. Get some whiskey. <laughs> wine, wine. Stick to wine, better. <laughs> uh, we know when you what when you want to have a party. You stand in the presence of God and you start to receive his love, worship him, dance with him, pray in tongues. Do you remember the story of the uh, prodigal son? Prodigal son. I never learned this word. When he came back to his uh, father, his father gave him the ring, the shoe, and the robe, and he um, made a party for him. And he made him get into this party. That's what we mean by doing a party. Come to the presence of, the, of God. Come and worship Him. When you have problems, the key of, uh, of the solution you're looking for is to go to the presence of Him. If you have a problem, would you tell me what you would do? Party. You, you have no solution, actually, but the party. <laughs> it will reflect back on you, and you're going to see the results. I'm pretty sure you're going to see a great results. Um, we, we called her today. Didn't continue about Sarah. We called her today, and she said that she... She did that. She started to worship uh, alone at home and praying and worshiping and praying. And she said, I start to receive a huge amount of joy in my heart. I was so happy. And when the church came at night, I just want to be hanging out with everybody and loving everybody. And she, it was just broken like that. Love is a main key. I spoke uh, before about uh, Psalm 91. And I told you how God take care of you. And I want to add this idea. Uh, please pay attention. God is so grateful if you call him uh, to solve a problem of you. He will be so glad to come and help you. This is God's heart, the Father heart. 
that was the first key in Psalm 91. The second key is intercession. How Jesus was praying for Peter. How Jesus saw Peter as Peter. And he was giving him love. A lady once came to me. Uh, she was telling him that th there is a special family who was were annoying her and doing problems and like get her nerves. And she said, uh, I need to pray for them. The next day she came. She said, once I start praying for them, I, I start to feel pain in my, my head and my stomach. And, and then Emil asked her, did you forgive them? Did you love them? She said, no. So he told her, it will be so difficult for you to pray or intercede for them. You will not gain them. If you want to pray for something, you got to love it. Or for someone. Or for a situation. Or for any person. You need to love him. The third key I took about this morning was tongues. Tongues, when you pray in tongues, you don't change people. You change yourself. And you start to be similar and closer to God's picture and image. And it trans help you to transfer love from God to you. In the grace of Jesus, by the grace of Jesus, I'm going to talk about uh, the fourth key, which is uh, giving. Giving is also a language of God, of love. Acts 20:35. In everything I showed you that by working hard in this manner, you must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he himself said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. There is glad, glad, gladness, joy in, in, in giving. Uh, a giving uh, uh, has uh, joy or happiness. Second Corinthians 9.7 Each one must do just as he has purposed in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Why do I need to read this? You can read it, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not with like being sad or grief. You find the word, what you want. So the opposite of uh, being gr grief or sad, it's joy and happiness. So this is what God is uh, focusing on, to be in joy. 
to give while you are happy because you are giving. Because who gives, God loves a lot. So when you need to give, you need to have this love in your heart so you will be happy. When I see George, I don't see him when I am tired and weak. And I see him and welcome him while I'm so happy. <laughs> you miss a hug. <laughs> If you want to give Jesus, you need to give Jesus while you're dancing. Right? It's an honor to be giving to Jesus. This is the way we need to give Jesus by. I'm not talking about what you are going to give or how much you are going to give or what kind of giving. I'm telling you about the manner of giving, how to give him. That is the kind of giving God is looking for. Um, I am my wife. I was going to say I am my husband. <laughs> this is the way we live in Syria. We keep giving. And he keep giving me here. I go shopping and he pays. Uh, this is an additional <laughs> sentence. <laughs> she adds something. <laughs> so why were upset when I got the... Okay. He said, <laughs> actually, my wife taught me how to give. Then I said, why you were upset today when I was buying the red jacket? <laughs> it was an awesome red jacket. <laughs> He couldn't say no, but he was like, mm. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no, 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 you're <laughs> talking Arabic. <laughs> hey, guys, just to be honest, the red jacket was at the top of other billion things. So at the top of that, she asked for the red jacket. Believe him. He's a man like my husband, you know. Right, Jen? <laughs> no, you're not. Let's change the subject and talk about tongues. I know your goal, okay. Uh, usually, we, we uh, live the four seasons, like autumn, fall, winter, summer. So in Syria, we need uh, to remove all winter clothes and put them in cabins and get the summer one. And so, so uh, there should be each time that I would discover that many pieces of my cloth has gone. And he doesn't know where it goes. I take care of that. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, he thought that he has the bigger sizes, like he doesn't know that there are people in his size. But I found. <laughs> I know how to search. <laughs> My kids love to give because they learn to do that. I'll give you an example about hard situations we go through sometimes. Yeah, when, when we, uh, in winter, we need to be heated using the gasoline or oil, and the government will give you only 200 liters if you were able to get it. <laughs> But actually, we need 1,000 liters of oil to, to be heated the whole, to be enough to use for heat the whole uh, winter. And if you need to get those 200 liters, you need to go and register for that and put your name and keep calling, where are you, where are you? So either they don't give you because they give their friends, you know. But actually, uh, he was like, forget it. <laughs> I will not keep running after them begging. So he didn't register. But we fill our tank of anchor five times. It was a grace from the Lord. Someone called him and like somebody sent him to Emil and like, would you please help our friend? He needs, and he has a family. And so he called Emil and said, okay, uh, some, this person sent me to you. How many liters do you know? But when he know that Emil is a pastor, he said, okay, would you please call me whenever you lack out? Like, I'm going to come directly and fill your tankers. And that's, that's how it goes. And from, like, when you have oil, you will not give anyone. Because you rarely find it. But we never stand in this. Like, when it, I just open the tap, I feel when we give. Like, we can't feel warm and part of my body is freezing in her apartment. It doesn't work. Amen. This is the way that helps you uh, to always have your need and be satisfied and have abundance and an extra bonus, a red jacket every time. God says he never leave himself uh, under depth, right? So when you give to anyone, you are not giving a person. You are giving Jesus in this person. And he, Jesus will never be uh, owing you, right? You, you don't only uh, uh, give from your things. You give from your timing. You will give from the word God is giving you in your heart. You will not be like, oh, I, I, ha I have no power to talk. No. Like you will give the word of God and you will share him the truth. And even it will take a lot of your power and energy. You would give him a touch of love. You would give him some time to listen to his problems. Emil is famous to sit in front of people 
for hours and not saying a word, just listening. And sometimes I'm not able, he's not able to solve their problems. But just listening to them, it makes a great comfort and it may be uh, solve half of the problem, if not all of it. You, his daughters tell, tell him, you sit with people much more than you sit with us. Not only your daughters. One time, uh, Emil and I were in Egypt in a conference. So it was from morning till afternoon. Uh, a person came to him and asked him, uh, would you please come? I want to invite you to my home. So Emil tried to apologize like, I can't. Um, I have people and I'm in the conference. But he uh, insists, yeah, he insists a lot. Uh, he was trying to say, okay, let's see my wife and the people if I'm, he wants to escape actually. But we all say, bye-bye. <laughs> we released him. <laughs> so he went. We, they arrived home at 7 p.m. Uh, at that time, his wife woke up. And when she knows that Emil is a pastor, she got so mad. And Emil didn't know why I'm here. So she brought the chair and she put it in front of me and she said, From 7 o'clock till 3 a.m. morning, she was talking and talking and talking. She said all the problems she has. <laughs> At 3 a.m., she told him, when I knew that you're a pastor, I didn't want to sit with you. But now I'm so comfortable that I sat with you. Thank you. Then we discover that she worked. She worked in um, the counseling for churches. And she heard every day a lot of problems through the pastors and churches. But when I, I gave her my, I started to listen to her and she said everything make her angry. She got relieved. Uh, he was using practicing his gift, 7 to 8, 3 a.m., listening to problems. <laughs> and they will sleep at like 3 and wake up at 6 a.m., go to their work, so this is different culture. So I used to, I had to continue my day. So uh, this is, this is the way you give with love. Make loving you uh, a way to to make loving you a way to give. Because when you give, you uh, simplify Jesus, represent Jesus. <laughs> when you hug your wife when she's upset from you, that's a kind of love, expression of love. When you kiss her, a kind of love. And when you buy her a jacket, it's a kind of love. 
He will not dare say a word after that. Oops, wrong coat. Yeah, this is, this is the coat that with Emil was wearing when I landed in Beirut two or three years ago. And I just made a comment. I said, Emil, that coat looks good on you. And he, I turned around a couple hours later. He says, here, the Lord just tell me to give this to you. And I go, no, Emil. Huh? I wore it here tonight. Yeah. Um, we were going to transition <coughs> into worship after this, just in a way of just what he's saying about giving. But uh, before we even think about what's next, um, Andrew Matotu, you know, the, the brother that's been attending church from uh, from uh, Tech, uh, played football. Well, I mean. First part of the game, he was really cool. He scored a touchdown, intercepted the pass, scored a touchdown, which was really cool. But uh, he, uh, they had to carry him off the field. Uh, he, Mitch was a <coughs> sprained MCL. So, I mean, you know, so I know it's just hard. But just so, so it's just a grief for healing for Andrew. So, yeah, so we're going to pray for him tomorrow, but we'll pray for him tonight. Because if he gets healed tonight, you know, he can come tomorrow and just be here tomorrow. So we agree. So Heavenly Father, we, uh, Lord, one part of the body hurts. We all hurt. And so, Lord, we just want to grieve for Andrew, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you would touch his body and touch his knee and heal it in Jesus' name, Lord. So, Lord, we just speak healing into his knee in Jesus' name, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I got it. Uh, Mitchie Poo, you want to? We're going to go ahead and just, uh, they told me we we're supposed to take the offering up. And when this wasn't happened, supposed to happen, we're just going to go into worship. So uh, we're just going to pass out these. All of this would, we'll give to sow into um, cost of the conference and uh, just give you an opportunity to give on that. We're going to call Chris. Chris, come on up, will you? you, wanna, you what do you feel? Okay. <laughs> yeah. It'd have been cool having Chris and Craig here and the rest of the crew. Jesus. Hi, guys. Probably need to repent after that one. See why Ron and I get along so well. It comes out of my mouth before I even think about it. I'm like, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Oh, all right. Lord. <laughs> Lord, we need you. <laughs> we need you. We need you. We just pray for a bit. Let's just take some time. Is that okay? We honor you, Lord. We focus our affection on you. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We honor you. 
in this place, Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we don't have to have music to worship. Yeah. I just want to open it up uh, in relationship to Hebrews 13. Let's offer up the sacrifice to praise, which is the fruit of his lips, fruit of our lips. This is the, the meal was talking about give. I just want to open it up, you know, just uh, as you get a, a praise or a thanksgiving to the Lord, a prayer to offer it up to the Lord, just one at a time, just offered up as a prayer. Y'all know how we do it. Do it out loud. Do it. I exalt thee.
Yeah, Jesus. This is one more song that's really on my heart. Y'all going to have to help me. Y'all know me. I love you, Lord. Okay. Let's sing that. I just want to feel like this. And Mia was talking about offer up sacrifice. Can y'all help me? There's people rising up right now. Earlier tonight, there was fear in the room. I felt waves of fear hitting people. And I felt that fear just started to leave the building as we were worshiping. And then I saw people just start to rise up. And they busted through this paper-like ceiling that was a ceiling of insecurity and, and fear and, and doubt, self-doubt, all that silly little stuff that traps us. You just bust right through. It's nothing more than paper. And I saw them stand up. Many of you just began to stand up. It's not a matter of not knowing what you're called to do or to be. It's not a matter of not even um, having space. The matter is courage. The matter is, is courage. So, Lord, I'm asking you, Holy Spirit, will you release courage in the room? Will you release courage? Courage. Courage to stand up and to be who you've asked us to be. Courage to unapologetically. Unapologetically be and stand where you want us to stand. We love you, Lord. We love you so much. To think that we get to spend the rest of our days worshiping you is the happiest thought in my life. It's the happiest thought in my life. You are so worthy. I'm asking you, Lord, tonight that you would give us eyes to see. Will you give us eyes to see you and ears to hear you? Open our eyes, Lord. Open our eyes, Lord.
I just really feel like the Lord wants us to wait for a moment because he wants to speak to us. He wants to speak to us directly. So I just feel like we need to pause for a second and just wait on him to speak to us in whatever way he wants to speak. Just going to make room. God, we just thank you. We thank you that you are in our midst, God. We thank you that you love us so much that you speak directly to us, God. Father, we thank you. We just thank you for being a God that never leaves us or forsakes us. We thank you that you're a God that fights for us because you're jealous for us, God. You'll fight for our love, Lord. You fight for us, God. Lord, we thank you. We acknowledge you in this moment, God. We acknowledge you in this moment, God. Because you're a good, good father. And it's who you are. It's who you are, God. You are good good father because that's who you are it's who you are you're a good good father and it's who you are it's who you are and we acknowledge you we acknowledge you God we acknowledge you Lord's just really bringing out that those words were, they were for all of us. But for some of us, it hit us specifically. There was a word about he never leaves us or forsakes us. We're not left in a desert place. And there's some people in here that's, that feels like they've been left in a desert place. And the Lord's really wanting to minister to that. And also the second part is that some of us don't realize that God fights for us. That he's jealous for us. He's jealous. His love is so deep and so strong for us. That when, when the enemy starts to step in there, like he gets, oh. Some of us don't realize that we're loved enough that he fights for us, that he's jealous for us.
Y'all just, if so, if those two words hit you specifically, if you just want to raise your hand right where you're at and that people around you are just going to pray for you, either one of those. Um, I was just um, telling Tammy, I think, before we can pray, Emil was talking about the love in the room. And then he said that even if you don't feel it, it's here. The Lord's been speaking to me all night that there are preconceived ideas in the room. You have a preconceived notion of how Jesus should love you. You have a preconceived notion about how he should represent himself to you, how he should come to you and show you his love or show you that he accepts you or show you that he fights for you. I feel very strongly as we pray over these people, we've got to pray against our preconceived ideas. Who he was yesterday isn't who he is today. Who he is today won't be who he is tomorrow. Who he is tomorrow won't be who he is the day after that. So lay down the idea of the preconceived version of Jesus that you have because Jesus don't fit in your box let him be who he needs to be in the fullness of how he wants to move in your life tonight Uh, this is James and uh, a number of years ago uh, he had accepted Jesus but uh, kind of drifted away and just really he just really wants to make a public declaration so I go, this is home. So, Hello. So I've been praying with God a lot lately, and uh, I've asked him for a lot of different things, and he's told me that, of course, I'll give you those things, and, uh, but there's one thing you have to do for me. So I'm here to say that I, I declare that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, and I love him. Amen. I want all those things that he's promised me. I choose life. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pray for those. Keep praying for them, those people that raised their hands. Oh, you can, you can kind of feel what's going on. It it kind of feels like a repurposing. Uh it's almost like the repurposing the same thing that happened with, with Saul when he hit the end of the road. Of everything that he'd been around and everything that he had received up to that point, he'd hit the end of the road. And there was a repurposing that came in his life. And it wasn't that the things that had happened up to that point went away, but God repurposed everything that he had. And it feels like there's a repurposing happening. Just like with Simon, that there was a repurposing that God declared. He saw a it and a piece of who he was, but God said it's time for you to see a little bit more. It feels like there's some people that have kind of come to the end of where they were at. Like the step that you were in with the Lord, the place of knowing the Lord, it's kind of, you've come to the end of that journey and the God's about to repurpose. God, we declare new names. 
We declare a new understanding of your character and nature, God, the things that you're imparting to us, the things that you're giving to us, God, things that you wove into us, God, that we haven't seen up to this point. God, we declare for new aspects of our name, new understanding of our name of who we are, God. The Lord's reminded me of the scripture in Psalms where it says, or maybe even Older Testament than that, but it says, I sent my word and I healed your diseases. And the Lord has sent his word tonight very clearly and very directly into our lives to heal us. And as we were praying, I saw bones being healed, but specifically bones with osteoporosis that have little holes and pits in them. And I saw the word of God going into those bones and filling those holes and making them whole again. So I just encourage you, if that's you with those bones, the osteoporosis bones, if it's you, I just encourage you to raise your hand and let us pray for you and let God finish out the work. Hi. Anybody else? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. How about this? How about this, y'all? Yeah, Lord. Mm-hmm. Good preaching. Good word tonight, Chris. <laughs> yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Well, y'all, y'all got anything else to add? Well, 
Cogni, come here a second. About what? Of the way Jesus is supposed to be, the way he's supposed to love us, the way he's supposed to. Huh? Yeah, how about that? Woo. Yeah, Jesus. I like that. Well, I received that. Compress disc or throat in your po- throats in your polyps. No polyps. James, James, come here, brother. Well, Emil, I want y'all pray and bless James. James just now is really setting his heart toward the Lord, and I want them to bless on you and pray blessing on you. Yeah. Does anybody need prayer for anything? Is, Yeah. Woo! I like that. Oh, Jesus. For what? For just need prayer? Come on up, brother. Mitch, come here. Yeah, Jesus. The Swifty going. Mitch, I'll pray for these brothers. Yeah, come on up, Michael. Help out with this, bro. She needs prayer? Follow. Oh. Hey, Marcy. Are you two Holy Ghost freaks? She. Carmen. Anybody else with just one in prayer? Raise your hand. Wow. Come on, Jesus. Just do your thing in our midst, Lord. Yeah, come on, Lord. 
Come on, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Come here, Kristen and Tiffany. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come on. Come on. Come on, Kristen. Yeah, Jesus. Now, y'all go back and pray for Kristen and Tiffany. You and George. And some lady go with them. But, yeah, we're over there. Cora, Emil, Emil, y'all go pray for him. Yeah, Lord. Well, you got something, babe? We're going to dismiss because we're going to do some, we're going to get together in the morning at 10 o'clock and we're believing we're going to just party out tomorrow, right? God just, y'all, can we just give thanks to the Lord for the things he's done today? Thank you, Lord. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, Lord. Lord, we just bless you, Lord. God, we thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah, Lord. Is that okay? And as you know, just hang out, do whatever, but if there's anyone who, who's having some teeth problems, man, and you want the Lord to just fix those teeth, uh, just to bring healing and wholeness to that situation, would you just stand up if you need healing for some teeth issues and raise your hand high so we can see it. Okay. Okay, so, so everyone else, look around. If you see someone raising their hand, go to them and people put, the person raising your hand, put your hand on the area where you want that healing on your tooth, jaw, whatever. And people praying, just bathe them in the love of God. <laughs> just wax them in the love of God. We thank you, Father, for brand new teeth, Heavenly Father, for realigning tonight. No more tinnitus in that jaw, the clicking. Thank you. That, that has to go at the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Heavenly Father, those who need root canals, thank you for taking care of that right now in the name of Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father. Thank you, God. Thank you for even replacing teeth. Thank you for new teeth, Heavenly Father. Why not? Thank you for gold teeth, if that's your desire, Lord. <laughs> so we thank you, Father, for fixing this in Jesus' name. And just bask them in the presence and the love of God. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Well, y'all, we'll be around if you need prayer. Come on, but if not, we'll see y'all tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>